Today's podcast has been brought to you by WeConnect Construction, a lead generation website for the construction industry. Check it out, www.weconnectconstruction.co.uk. It's decent. So, welcome, Charlotte Crosby. Hello, I'm so excited to be at Bolton <laughs> FM. Yeah, Bolton, Bolton, Bolton. Bolton, Bolton, Bolton. You love Bolton now, though, didn't you? Well, I'm moving here, yeah. I know. Can how you lucky, believe it? How lucky the people of Bolton are. Oh, God, I bet they can't wait. Well, I've got to leave Sunderland because they all hate me now. Did they? Act? they I do. can't imagine, though, your neighbours, yours and Josh's neighbours, going to be loving you. Because you two are loud. Well, when we argue, we are. But every other time, most times during the day, we're very quiet and subdued. Until <laughs> oh, God. Until there's an argument what? and then it's bad. You quite, you and Josh are quite quiet <laughs> and subdued. <laughs> that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> right, okay. So to kick it off, what we do with everybody is a quick fire round. Right. So I'm just going to be like, this or this. And then you've just got to say the first one that comes in your head. Right. No thinking, just say it. Right. Okay. I'm going to close my eyes. Right, okay. Pasty or pie? Pasty. Sun or snow? Sun. Brexit or remain? Remain. <laughs> Love Island or Jardishaw? Love Island. Lash or her extension? Lash. University or apprenticeship? Mm. <laughs> You're not supposed to think. Oh, well, that was a hard one. <laughs> well, don't think about it. Apprenticeship. <laughs> Cats or dogs? Dogs. TV or film? TV. Call or text? Text. Take away our restaurant. Take away it. Free drinks or free food? Free food. Friends or followers? Friends. Money or fame? Money. Very good. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you. I feel like I succeeded. <laughs> I don't like, I mean, why was you like this? Ribbon. 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 But I didn't know what you said then. I thought I d- thought you said ribbit. <laughs> But I didn't know, so I thought I'd just say remain, when actually I think I wanted to leave. <laughs> All right, so you choose Brexit. Well, I think I didn't. I think my dad did the vote for us, which is quite bad, but I told him what to do. <laughs> and I just said leave because um, because I thought we could stand alone quite strong. Uh, yeah, I well, I, I totally agree with that. And I still think that we can as well. But I don't, um, I don't know much about a dog get us wrong. I'm not, like, clued up on it all. And what I might be saying is wrong, but I just didn't see why we couldn't stand up alone. Yeah, the thing, obviously, there is lots of politics around there. There's so much. I don't but, like and, it and it seems quite complicated. But it's um, I still choose Brexit. and But no more so as well. And then people call you for that because you're like, oh, you just choose Brexit now out of stubbornness. And I'm like, well, no, because why are you having a second vote? I don't think that's on to know everybody's pushing for this second vote. I because just think the it's democracy. good that everyone's made a choice. Yeah, well, the, I mean, the decision was made, and that's it. You can't just be like, imagine if Conservatives got in, and then a year later, Labour was like, I'm not happy, I want to vote again. You can't, you've got to wait four years. That's it, the decision is the so decision. What, so they're it? voting again? Well, that's what they're trying to push for, yeah, for a second referendum. Right. But we won't go into politics too much, because no. I, don't, I don't feel like that's your forte. No, it's actually not. <laughs> okay. So the podcast is mainly about business, careers, and current affairs. Yes. So first of all, Tell us a little bit about your education. Was you good in school? Or I have a feeling you might have been naughty. No. Was you really good? I think I'm going to really surprise you. So I went to a, uh, I went to Catholic schools all my life, even though I'm not a Catholic. Um, but I went to St Anne's in Sunderland. Um, and then on from there, I went to St Anthony's, which is an all-girls Catholic school. In all con- girls? Yeah, in a convent run by nuns. Oh, really? So um, we had no boys at all. Um, there was the there was the naughty kids, right? There was the really intelligent kids. There was the normals, and then there was the like jokers. And I was a little bit of a joker, but I was never naughty. Oh really? I mean, I used to act up sometimes in class, but just. Well, to so, be, do you think then, because you've gone to an all girls school, then that's why you just went a bit wild after when you started like meeting boys and that? Well, in in Saint Anthony's, you either turned into a lesbian or a massive slut. <laughs> right. So which one are you? A bit of both. <laughs> So if I have dabbled in a bit of lesbian with Chloe and Jordy Shaw. Have you? Yeah, of course. Chloe had feelings for each other for two days. All oh, right, okay. And then um, obviously, well, we just went wild with boys when we left school. We were, well, I remember I didn't kiss anyone till I was like 17, 18 because I had a really? fixed brace for so long and I wasn't really that pretty in school. And What's nobody, that? all everyone wanted to get with the prettier girls. And yeah. so I was just the joker. Yeah. But when I came of age where the brace came off, I was kissing people like no tomorrow. <laughs> you know when you go to the nappy nights? The, where the nights for under 18s. So oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we used to go there and have kissing competitions. And Who I think kiss one, the most? Yeah, one night I think I kissed eight boys. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but that wasn't the mo- most. Some people used to come back and they kissed 20. They used to go around and just kiss everyone. Oh, imagine the breath, though. 
Well, you, you couldn't go, you couldn't kiss twenty people and not experience at least ten bad breaths in that. No, because everyone had chewies. You had to because you knew the kissing competitions were going to happen. That's <laughs> ridiculous. I want to move to Newcastle. Have you seen her drink So that was in Sunderland. Sunderland was wild. Oh wait, yeah. So is Sunderland different to Newcastle? Yeah. So Sunderland's like a smaller smaller city compared to Newcastle. Newcastle's big and hustle and bustle, whereas Sunderland's only small. And so, did you live in that school? No, we didn't live there. We went home. So why did your mum send you there? I don't know, it's just where it's where everyone it's where everyone went. It was a really sought after school to go to. So uh, I went there and um I didn't do bad. I I literally when it was the exams, what what are they called again? GCSEs. GCSEs. Can't remember it was a long time ago. I literally had to stay in for six weeks of the summer holidays. I was allowed to go out, but I had to do three hours of revision every day. Me mum and dad sat us down to make us do it. And even though it annoyed us, I didn't ever like didn't ever argue against it. Like, I just did it because my mum and dad said I need to do. Yeah. So I revised them six weeks, and I think it was the best thing I could have did because I came out and I had, um, I got five Cs, I got one B in RE, so that's oh. probably all of the Catholic school. I know anything about yeah. Jesus, I'll tell you it all. I, I did really well at RE, actually. <laughs> it is it's Catholic I, school before Yeah, Saturday. I think it is. And then I got like um, a couple of Ds and then like a couple lower, but everything was above a D. All right, yeah, so that's good. So did you do A-levels then? Did A-levels and that's where it went a bit wrong. So I went to St. Anthony's sixth form, which is the school on from that. And um, Is it still all girls then? It's still all girls, yeah. So we went there and that was when I did start to mess about a little bit. I got into a fight with another one of the girls in the girls schools it's very bitchy not like a massive fight just a bit of a hair pulling you know what yeah. I mean and then I decided I didn't want to be there anymore because it was just too bitchy oh, right. so then I left and I started working at uh, a little bar called Tonic in Sunderland from the age of 16 so I started that as a Saturday job way before I even went to sixth form so when I left sixth form I took on more hours at the bar and about a year I just worked at the bar and then I went um on a night time, I went and worked at, God, I think, was it? Santander, the call centre. And I did... Co- uh, oh, credit, the bank? Yeah, credit mm. card cancellations. So I did that three nights a week, and then I worked in the bar every day during the day. And then after the year, my mum was like, come on, Charlotte, I think, like, what do you want to do? Like, you can't do this all day. I was like, yeah, true. So me and my best friend, Lauren, who's in the Charlotte show, decided we'd go back to college. So we went to a normal college. It was called Bede College, right? I don't know what the hell we're thinking, right? Lauren decided to take law, business, IT, and sociology. Why is she clever? Lauren's quite clever. Lauren was always in a set above me. Lauren's really actually clever. So I thought, well, I'm going to take all the same, so I'm be in all the same lessons. Well, I couldn't do any of these things because <laughs> it was too clever for me. I shouldn't have really took them things. Yeah. I just took it because I didn't want to be separated. But we had the best time in college. We had such a laugh. We made loads of friends. We failed. <laughs> and then we left again. And we're like, oh, well, let's not go back for that. So then we went, I went back to Tonic and I started more. I was a Tonic again. But I, honestly, Tonic was going the whole way through this. I always worked there on a weekend. And then, uh, and then I worked at Tonic for about two years. And the, still the call centre, I went back to the call centre. And then I decided I'm going to give it one last shot. I'm going to go and do an access course at college on a night time after work. So at this point, I'm going to tonic during the day, Santa and Dare three nights a week, and then college two nights a week. So I've literally got hardly no time. I've got like Saturdays and Sundays to go out if I want to, but then I always had work the next day. So I went and did an access course. And um, that was that was hard because I went on my own. Yeah. And like there was a lot of and loads of different people from all different and I get like really shy and making friends and stuff. Imagine going somewhere on your own. Yeah. Now I wouldn't, but back then I, I was quite shy. So I didn't really have any friends, but I went anyways, I did all the work and I was on the verge of passing the access course. And you get like so you get UCAS points, is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And you get about hundred and forty. But I might be telling the lie, is that a lot? No, no, I think no, I don't think it no, is. No, it's not a lot, but it could. It would I can't, have got I can't us, remember. It was 10 years It would have got us on it. the course to do crim, uh, criminology, <laughs> which is what I wanted to do, because I wanted to be a youth offenders probation officer. That's what I, that's what I thought in my head at the time, because I went to this talk by this criminal one time, and I thought it was really interesting. So I thought, right, that's what I want to do. So I was on the, I was literally on that. I'd done all my coursework. I did all this extra study. I was doing two jobs. I'd worked really hard for it. And at the same time, I had this boyfriend. I'll not say his name. 
because uh, he denies even being with us now. <laughs> <laughs> so I had this boyfriend. We've been together for about a year, even though he denies that. And um, he finished. Why does he deny it? I don't know. I don't know because it, like everyone knows we were together, so I don't know. So we were together for a year, and I was really. I feel like I was the most. It was the first proper love I had ever had, and then he finished us, and like it was the worst. Have you ever been through that heartbreak where you can't actually stand up? Like you can't. I don't think so. Have you not? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm feel, a bit ruthless. I think it's because you're a strong woman, whereas I'm a pathetic individual. Like I've got too, I've got too much feelings and emotions. Yeah. Like I couldn't. Like I would cry in the bath, and I'd cry so much I nearly drowned myself in tears. <laughs> I would. My mum had to wash me hair. Like she had to try and get us out of the bath. I didn't eat. What for the about... fuck, Charlotte? This is all so completely wet. This <laughs> is so bad. I couldn't. I cried every night. I How old was you? Like nineteen. Twenty. Oh my God, Charlotte! I was, I was. If de- you had, I mean, your mother should not have been washing you. If you can, you imagine what my mum would your have been like. Your mum's still with you? washing me hair now. <laughs> what the fuck? She does. My mum would have punched me if I come home and cried over a boy. She would have slapped <laughs> me and been like, "Sort yourself out." Your mum used to be like, "Come on, Charlotte, you can we have soft like me. You can do it. You can do it." I was like, "I can't." I was, I was constantly ringing like the, his number like fifty to hundred times a day. I thought you were going to say Samaritans. No. <laughs> then, the, then I found a key to his house. It was getting, it was going all downhill. I broke in one night, even though he wasn't there, and got in bed with his dad, thinking it was him. What the fuck? Oh, it was all going downhill, my kid. I was having a really bad time. And so what the, did his dad do? His dad was like, Charlotte, you haven't been with Ryan for a month now. I think you need to leave. I was like, oh, right, okay, sorry. Wrong <laughs> me. I was like, I've done a bad thing. What about Ryan's house? Can you come pick us up? So anyways, so this heartbreak really hit us hard and it affected everything. Like, it was the worst feeling in the world. I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to do my studies. I didn't want to do anything. I felt awful. So I was trying to go out. I think that's the thing that takes your mind off it, isn't it? Yeah. Having fun with your friends. And I was 20, you know what I mean? I just wanted to go out and have fun. I was on Facebook one day, because Facebook was big back then. Don't go on it now. I was scrolling through, and then there's this advert. Like, just this random advert. Like, so random that it would never happen these days. I just don't see it ever happening. And it was like, the Geordie Shaw logo, right? And it was like, who do you want to be part of a new reality show to be on TV? And I just saw it, and I thought, yes. <laughs> yes, I do, thank you. Yes, this is, this is going to... This is going to cure my heartbreak. <laughs> so I clicked it and you had to fill in this form and send it back to the woman. And I sent it, I filled it all out. It was like asking like questions like, what's your most drunkest night out? What is the wildest thing you've done? Like all these like asking really wild questions. And I had a lot of stories, like just like you, Michaela. Like I got into a lot of trouble when I was younger. Yeah. I was so much worse behaved when I now I'm I'm, a, I'm an angel. Yeah. People are like, God, how did your mum and dad deal? You know, I'm like, Jesus, you think I'm bad now? You want to see me back in the day? <laughs> so I ran away in my car once and lived out my car. Like the boot was my wardrobe, and like I was gone for two weeks, what, just living why? in my car. I used to get moved on by police. Why? Because oh, I fell out with my mum. <laughs> why did you just go mates? No, because I, t- I tried that and then the mum's got sick of this. <laughs> so, so, so then I was like, right, I've got all these wild stories. So I filled it out. I thought, oh, well, my, nothing might come of it. Then I got a phone call. And like, oh, we loved your phone. Can we have a little chat with you on the phone? And I was like, Jesus, this is a bit scary. I was in my friend Laura's bed and like Laura's like laughing while I was saying all the answers. And then I just, that you never think like anything's going to come yeah. of it. And then the phone calls kept coming. And then suddenly I was meeting people. And then I was in front of a camera. And I was thinking, this is so crazy. Yeah. This is so, so crazy. And then I remember my last ever one, I need to get my phone, I need to play you this song. This is such a good song. Nicki Minaj and Drake song was out at the time. It just come out, you know. What was the song? Come on, you must remember it. Oh, I don't know, I don't. Fly like a bird in the sky. I am no longer trying to survive. Oh, I need to play it. It's so good. Do you know what it's about? Yes, you must do it. I need to play it. Well, I'm going to play it right. I'm not really a Drake fan. What? I Nick- prefer Westlife. What? No, Westlife wasn't around then. What, why? Was... Oh, no, yeah, Westlife were, were over and done with. Oh, God, I'm so old. Right. Oh. Right, moment for life. I still don't know it. <laughs> Get rid of this crap bit at the beginning.
I've just done my last audition. Nick, the song was going in this very moment. Like you're gonna I never realised that would work. Yeah, right, yeah. So, and, and in that thing, I, had, I always had premonitions. I had a premonition and I was on Jordy Shaw and I was like, fuck. Like, do you know when you're feeling the song and I'm, all of a sudden I'm doing like rap hands in the song <laughs> and like, I feel like I'm in a music video and I'm feeling so good and I'm like, I've got it. And then next week I got rang and I was like, you're going on Jordy Shaw. Oh my God, that's nice. And I, I, I remember I walked into me, me mom's house, I hadn't told her about any of these auditions. And I went, I've got something to tell you. She went, what? I went, I'm going on a TV show. She went, what? Like back then it was unheard of. Yeah. Towie wasn't even out back then. Ta- like Towie came on just as we were filming. She was like, what? What TV show? There was no reality TV shows apart from Big Brother. I went, um, it's it's just this random one on MTV. I went, but there's only one thing that like, I've got to go away for it. I'm not going to be home for like a month and a half. She went, but what about your, your college? I was doing so well at my college. I was literally on the verge of passing. Oh, I've no. just finally done it. I went, I can't, I've got to just, I've got to just cancel it, ma'am. She went, Charlotte, she went, this is, you can't do this. Don't do it. I don't want you doing this. She kicked off. It was a massive fuss. I went, ma'am, I've got to do this. Yeah. I went, I've got to do this. And she was like, no, Charlotte, you can't. I went, I've got to. I went, I can't listen to your advice. I went, I've got to do it. I went, I only ever really done college because you and dad wanted us to. Yeah. I went, I've got to do this. And then I went on it and the rest is history. Yeah. And this, how long did you, how many years were you on it? Uh, six years. And so was that the best time of your life? Was oh. that the best thing you've ever done? Oh, Geordie Shaw, right? I get, it gives us tears even thinking about it. It was the best experience of my whole entire life. Ah. Can you ever imagine being put into a house, we didn't get paid at first, we not got no money. For the first three series, we were skint, we were all skint. The lads had some money, but the girls had nothing. One them had to lend 50 pound off my mum a month, and I was living on 50 pound. So I was on TV, and you used to see us on the TV, and it looked so yeah. glamorous, but I literally was skint, I had no money. It was only until after series three, some money started to come in. And, um, but, but imagine being put with a random group of people, right? Like, with cameras around you, and it going on telly, and then, Every so often, because we do three series a year, they'd be like, we're going to Mexico. No. And you'd fly off to Mexico and you'd live in this huge villa, like a villa you've never been in your whole entire life, for six weeks. And like, you're not spending any money and you're just having the best times yeah. of your life. And you just don't, you don't At that age as well. At that age, it was, the perf- <laughs> it was the best experience in my life. Like I've been places and I've done things that I could never have dreamed of as that, at that age. Yeah. And it was just, it was amazing. It was so and good. So then, when it, so then why did you come off it? Why did you stop it? So it got to the point where I think it, well, everyone was starting to jump ship. Vicky had gone, uh, James had left. And then it got to the moment where we was going through a bad time with Gary. And I thought, I can't go round in circles over and over again. Like, I'm going back, I'm repeating history, and then I'm finishing, then we don't speak to each other again. Then we'll go back and it starts all over again. I thought, I'm bored of it. And I don't want to have this constant stigma of Charlotte and Gary. Like, I didn't want that for the rest of my life because it wasn't the fairy tale that everyone believed. Yeah. Like, it just wasn't that. So I decided that I just was going to leave. And I just put it on Twitter. I didn't even tell anyone. Oh, I just really? I tweeted it, turned my phone off, and did, it went crazy. Oh, I bet. It, like, I didn't even... And so then did you not have a plan that, oh, this is what I'm going to do after? No. What did you do straight after? Nothing. Um. So I'd done Big Brother while I was in Geordie Shore, and then afterwards I did the Charlotte Crosby experience where I travelled the world. But then I went back to Geordie Shore, and afterwards I didn't have no plan. I just left. But I never have no plan in life ever. I just do whatever happens. Yeah. I just don't <laughs> have a plan. So then what did you do then afterwards? God, I can't remember. So I left, and then, and then suddenly MTV. Were, I think this was shortly after. We're we're bringing out a new TV show. It was just the two of us. So about six months after that, I started just the two of us. Oh, right. And then about six months after that, they started talking about my own show. Oh, and so, at what point did you meet Josh in all this? So I met Josh just before my own show. I'd done I'd done a few series of just the two of us. I think I'd done three. It, it, well, I only met Josh, not last year, but the year before. Yeah, was it that Christmas time? Yeah, it was Christmas time. When I had just started seeing Harrison, I know. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because we went out that box and mm-hmm. then I remember him telling us, and I was like, Charlotte Crosby, like, and and I was thinking like, what the fuck, like, she's a yarder. <laughs> so I, just, <laughs> I, I can't imagine with Josh with a yarder, it's weird. <laughs> And and then I was thinking that, but I I'd watched one Big Brother, so I I seen Jada Shaw on and off. I wasn't like a religious watcher, but I watched one Big Brother and I loved you on that. Yeah, I just yeah, obviously it was just all you was just very funny. So I thought, oh, she's like my kind of girl. And then when he said he started seeing you, I was like, oh, actually, yeah, she'll be good for him because obviously you know me and my mum and my yeah, sister yeah, very are strong. all like. Very but I'm strong. not very strong willed, you know. Yeah, I see that. Now, at the time, I didn't know that. And I thought you'd be like, I'm dead bit... strong and you're not going to take his shit. And Josh is needed to grow up. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. He, he's done a lot of growing up since he's been, be, since he's been with you, to be fair. But he did, he needed that. I think he needed somebody like you to to make him yeah. grow up and, and just knuckle down. Yeah, he has, gr- he has grown up a lot because I think he was still very childlike before. And now, like, he has all these visions in his head. Like, even with the drive, and he said, I'm going to do me favour as soon as I get back. But I do believe that if he didn't have a girlfriend, he wouldn't do any of them things. Yeah, I think he's, he's always been, even when he was little, we were always like, oh, I want my own business. And he'd be going on. When, he was about 12, and he'd be like, I'm going to buy this plot of land and I'm going to hire out to travellers. <laughs> and he was like 12 year old, and he was like, Mum, can I have five grand or whatever it was for this land? She should have given it to him, actually, because I bet it'd be worth a fortune now. <laughs> and, and obviously she was like, no, and he'd be selling sweeters in that. So we were always like money yeah, driven. Yeah. He's very, he's he's very not... good. Sometimes he surprises us with like his knowledge on, he's so good at doing a money sum in his head. Like I'm so bad yeah. at maths. He's, he's good with money, but he's just not, he doesn't have the stamina to stick at things. Yeah, so no, that's no, why he, he needed like the routine of and a that's girlfriend. What, that's, what I, that's what he lacks in is is the, the, the willing to stick. If, like the, the driving lessons that were going on and then they stopped. Yeah, I know. And it's like there's no there's no drive to actually want to stick at something and do it. Yeah. It's like he gets bored and then it's it. But I think since he's been seeing you, he does seem a bit more, like, stable, so things are plodding on a bit better for him now. Well, like, you've just got a nice, haven't you? Well, he's got a nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and I, do, I, do think, I do think he's grown off. I do. And then, right, so my other thing I want to talk to you about as well is, obviously, social media now. Have you got, like, the most followers of all reality TV stars in yeah. or something? Yeah. That's amazing, so well done for that. But <laughs> when England, did that like go England. really, when did that go, when did that really take off for you? When did, did you be the standout person like? I don't know, I don't, and I just don't know. I don't know any of these, because I can't remember when it all started. Like, I remember when we first got our accounts, I always had Instagram, so I just changed my name on it. But I remember when, when we all like went on telly for the first time and we were watching our followers were rising like to like 300 and then 400, and then 500. And we're like, God, and then it started to become a race and a competition, who could have the most? And for a while, it was competition between me and Vicky, and then it was me and Gary, and then it was me and, I think it was me and Sophie for a little while. And everyone kept on like getting the highest, but then dropping back down. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, mine just took off. And I don't know why, I never know, because the ha- the second highest from me, I think is probably Vicky, and I think she's got about, Four million, but even still, I've got nearly three million more than her. Yeah, no, so how does that yeah. happen? I know. How and does she that... was on Celebrity Jungle as well. So she you was would, on the Jungle. I know. Expect to move so much. Obviously, people just prefer you, don't they? <laughs> I, th- I think you're just like so normal, though. I think that's yeah. the thing, isn't yeah. it? You're just, and you Maybe. are obviously super active on social media as oh, well. Oh, I love social media. It's <laughs> my favorite thing in the world. But what do you find about the people? So obviously, loads of people are like super nice here because they're your fans. No, but I always but have in... trolls. Yeah, no. So what? I mean, how do you? So obviously, you've seen on this thing now with what's been happening with people who've been on Love Island or even Jerry McHale and all these things. How do you feel about that? Whose fault would you say it is? I don't know because I just, I don't think there's anyone really to blame. I think, I think it's been happening for a long time, what's been, what's been happening and there's, there's now some links to obviously TV, but there's a lot of, this happens outside of TV all the time as well. Do you know what I mean? I just think, my, where I stand with it is I've always had such a positive experience on on my shows and with MTV that we've been given that that side of help and that person, the psychologist, like from the beginning to the end, to, throughout, like even if I'm not on a show, if I was to say I'm, I'm feeling down and MTV, like I was to speak to MTV, they'd give the number straight away and they'd, they'd organise all of that. Right. So I've had such a positive experience, I just can't in my head... I just can't in my head see it like unless other channels are different see well I thought obviously we was on The Apprentice and I was like oh I was fine but everybody was pretty much nice to me obviously there were some idiots but and I, I was older and stable mm. and could just come back to a normal life and things so I was completely fine Harrison was completely fine there's been other people though who was on the same show as us who have heads have just completely fell off and they're blaming production but for me I'm like mm, 
you you got the same curve as what I got. I think it's more the individual number one. But then I think the public have a lot a, big, a massive part to play in this because if you was in the street and there were seven million people there, the chances are two of them would be idiots and say something. Yeah. On social media, Everyone if you've just, got seven million followers, there's thousands who pipe up. But do you know the thing? The sad thing about it is like. I'll look at my comments and, like, say, for example, this is a totally made-up name, Mary Brown has just wrote the most awful thing, like, completely degrading us, like, slagging us off. And you think it's really sad because if I was to approach you in the street, you would feel really embarrassed to say them things in real life. Would would them people stand in a crowded room and and say that out loud? No, because it's embarrassing. You don't want to talk like that about someone who's done nothing wrong to you. You look like a bully. So why is it accepted on social media? Why? Because you're not in front of the face. Is that right to say them kind of things? Because if you wouldn't say it to the face when they've not said anything to you, then don't say it online. And and it's like they don't see you as as a real person like and these people are probably the ones who are like oh call the shows off it's all the shows felt this that and over and I'm like it's probably you you know people was so I was hormonal obviously I had a bear about I'm hormonal to fuck I'm crying my eyes at all the time because it's just what you do and then um Somebody was messaging me on Instagram and it was the first time Harrison had gone down south. So I ran me home with baby at four weeks. I'd had a section, so I still weren't moving about proper. And someone just started giving me a lot of shit. And I'm like, whatever, you fucking knob. And I weren't in the mood for it. Do you know? Yeah. And so these people don't know what is going on in your life. I weren't in that's the mood. A, I was missing Harrison. The baby's crying. He's fucking, he was really poorly at the time as well. And then going on, um, said, oh, yeah, your boyfriend is in London. He's, he's shagging other girls and he's this, that, and other. And in my mind, then I'm like, I do not fucking need to hear this because no Harrison won't be doing that but I don't but need to hear it when my baby's no, four weeks old people shouldn't even be saying that in the first place can you place. imagine that oh you fucking old woman you only got pregnant with him for trap him I'm like trap him like oh I'm like so fucking I'm not being funny but I've got fucking four companies and I'm doing well for myself exactly like, well, I, I really don't need to trap Harrison? any fucking man like I mean he is beautiful but I don't need to trap him yeah, but then just, all these things and this all the niggle away at you and if somebody is in a weaker state of mind it will be that one person and that one message what tips them over the edge and I think that is who is to blame in these scenarios yeah, I know. not the production company no, not. the production companies could do more in the sense of warning them mm. you listen you need to have big balls this is going to happen and yeah, 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 yeah. just a bit more understanding yeah I think people don't realise I think what people don't realise as well is when they go onto these shows the immense like the overwhelming feeling when you come out like yeah. the, the backlash the trolls like I think people should be more prepared for that because it do, I don't think when I went to Johnny Shaw, no one told me that everyone was going to slag us off online. Yeah, like out that. Oh, it wouldn't have been as much of a big. It, I guess you yeah. was like the first ones to yeah, start yeah, yeah. Well, So it wasn't that, the social media troll side of thing wasn't bad. It was the articles, the press side of thing for yeah. us. We got called Johnny slags for the first four years of our life. I mean, not our life, Jesus. <laughs> not when I walked out the womb. But but I mean, when we've been on the show, do you know what I mean? So yeah. like, but, but I think there should be more. Like, people should prepare, prepare people more and be like... But I think even if you went to go on a show and someone was saying to you, this is going to happen, you're going to sit there... Go on it. You're going to sit there and be like, I can handle it. Yeah, yeah, of course. You, yeah. Can't, you don't actually know the feeling. Because they it. all have psychologists before you go in. Did do, do yours have that as yeah. well, like, before you go in, just yeah. to make sure? I wonder if anybody's ever been refused from that, though. Do you know if, like, they just... I know a few people who, well, I don't know a few people, but I know a few times it's happened and I'm a celeb where they failed the psych. And oh, they, really? And they've yeah. had to be replaced by someone else. Oh, so they do stop So that people. does still, ha- that does happen. Yeah, because I don't know anybody who's gone and, and then he's not got on it. Um, yeah, and so, and the other, the other side of social media is now like the newest thing and obviously where people are earning loads of money is that, influencer side yes. so not even people who've been on TV just other people build up loads of followers and mm-hmm. end up doing really well from it now I'm not an influencer by any extent of the imagination I can't give a shit <laughs> if I like something then I'll say I like it but I think obviously people like yourselves and I Josh who have mm-hmm. got millions of followers you get paid to do posts don't you well I don't do mm-hmm. as much like I, d- I try and stay away from that kind of thing because I'm, I'm a really strong believer that my Instagram page is a window to my life. So I want people to see is at home, I want people to see is on holiday. I want I don't want to just be selling products to people, do you know what yeah. I mean? And I'm a strong believer in that. If there's some if there's a brand that I'm working with, say for example, I've got my own hair extension range, 
got me on clothing range, got me on fitness DVDs, got me on makeup range. Obviously, I'm going to promote it on my platform. Yeah, That's yeah. my my own business. But then that is something that you're going to use yourself, though, isn't it? Yeah. See, what, what I think is there's these influencers now and they're saying for young girls, or if, if it's young girls who follow them, or, or young lads, like, oh, look at these diet pills, for instance. Oh, that's a and bad one. And they're not one. saying, a... like, the reality of... Oh, I don't just take these diet pills. Actually, I've had plastic surgery. I go to the gym every day. I eat really, really I good. Think there's a big, there's a big um, up, upheaval about the diet pills at the minute because that's something that I would never endorse ever. Anything weight loss related, straight to my fitness DVD, like oh, all exercise. That, like yeah. I've got me, I've got me, I've got cookbooks too. Really healthy. Have you got cookbooks? Yeah, I've got cookbooks. Karen's <laughs> got, got one in the house. <laughs> signed, I've signed one for. <laughs> so I've got. I want one. So I've got the the like the the healthy the the really nutritional ways of doing. And things now i've been approached by brands to do the companies that everyone's doing and it's just a flat out no i would never do it yeah I so, you, so you don't think I, it's right, I think it's the wrong i think it's a really wrong message to, to send out to to young people like no matter you could fling all the money at the world to us and it would still be a no it's still always a no i would never ever do that i, I think maybe this is why you have more followers than, than other people because you're not just using it i'm not going to do that I don't, your social media sometimes josh turns around and he's like charlotte that's a lot of money i'm like i don't care i don't care like I'm as me as a person, I I am a brand myself, and I don't want to stoop to that level where I'm where I'm doing something just for money. That's yeah. going to influence other people, and I see a lot of everyone around is doing it. And so I, it do, sometimes I have to say to the girls, you should, you sh- I don't think you should do that anymore. Like yeah, it needs to be like honest. It needs to be, be that in conjunction with it. So it can't just be like. Do you know when people are, so the diet pills, for instance, when they're doing that, then they need to be saying like, oh, but I go to the gym five times a week because it's, say, younger girls who are following you. They don't have much money. They're going to buy these diet pills. And then when it doesn't work for them, they'll be like, oh, I just want to be like Charlotte. Why can't I be like Charlotte? And I bought this magic pill. Literally, that is what they're thinking, isn't it? So it yeah. is a bit. But that's why that's why I'll never do it. Like when people say to me, can you give us some weight loss tips? Or like, how did you lose all the weight? I'm like, well, three about three years ago now, I lost nearly three stone doing yeah. my DVD like it's still on sale and every Christmas I promote it like I, just, I always forget during the year but every Christmas <laughs> I always promote it because everyone's feeling really everyone's asking us at Christmas do you know that's when you yeah, finally like, pounds yeah like oh I'm going to start in January but no like I n- I'll never I'll never d- say diet pills or anything like that it's so it's dangerous as well like it's really dangerous you don't know what the hell's in them oh right see I don't know like, I, I didn't actually know that. I, do, I, I just meant like as a whole. I don't, I don't sometimes it makes me cringe as well. You know, when you see people doing it, I'm a bit like, oh, don't get me wrong. Like, I, if people will send me things and I'll just say, oh, thanks. If it's something cute, I'll put Grayson in it, you know, and, and, oh, and that's yeah, one yeah, thing, yeah, you yeah. know, like the but little no, things. I don't, like this, don't but... get us wrong. Some companies I've been working with for years, so, but I have a, a relationship, a working relationship with them and I'm their ambassador. ambassador. Yeah. So, like Bond Nice Hands, I, I work with them a lot. So, I will do um, advertisements for them, but that's a company I've been working with for five years do you yeah. know what I mean well and the, the thing is if you're going to use the product yourself then that is fine I oh, use Bondi Sands every bloody if day if you're not like acting like this is, oh this is a miracle yeah 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 and I've never used it in my life do. yeah I never, I never do and it. it's just like over promising and then when people get it it's the disappointment in it and not everybody who follows someone has all the money in the world do they so mm. they're going to get something because then they feel a bit closer to you because oh that's what you do yeah, so yeah, and yeah. I and especially when it's I guess your followers of a younger audience well they're probably growing up with you now aren't they yeah but there's I've still got a lot of young ones I've got 6.8 million I mean, there's going to be loads of young ones in there. Yeah. So you, and you do it like people do. It's nice that you're like this, actually, because you do have a duty to those people as well. I know, so. but sometimes you do forget. There was a long time where, don't get us wrong, you do forget. Like, there was a long time. It's only the past, like, three years that I've really taken on that responsibility. But before that... you don't think of it as a duty of care like you don't you don't think that you've just grown up and you've got all these followers but it's just a number on a page you don't think as far as there is like 14 year old from Hull following us and she dotes on us and she's doing everything that I'm doing like you don't think of that but I think as I've grown up it's become really it's become more apparent in my brain so I'm I'm very conscious of that well I mean and you can understand that as well for and for other influencers right there as well I mean if that is their job then I can understand people doing it I can understand somebody promoting something but I you know if you need the money you need the money and that's what you've got to do Mm -hmm. but if you're going to promote it then at least use the product and make it an honest post and don't just be like so this is where I've got my tan from yeah. when really you're smashing some bed seven days a week as well just yeah, yeah, just be like honest with it like this enhancing my, just so that people aren't then so disappointed and and because they're going to feel then like oh I want to be like you and I can't be so the, the, I, I know a lot of people who do do that 
but I tend to not follow them. So I, I the only really influencers I follow because you've got the you've got obviously the people who who will just do anything for a bit of money. You know what I mean? But then you've got the really positive influencers yeah. who like who are the likes of fashion bloggers and I follow a lot of flat fashion influencers. So Sarah Ashcroft, have you heard of her? Lorna Lux, like all these people are huge in the fashion world and like it's very style, 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 style. And obviously they do a lot of um, paid endorsements, but with fashion companies. So that's kind of a different kettle of fish, but not all, not everyone is doing this whole, let's pretend we've lost weight by sucking in. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? There's there's also a lot of really positive influencers. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think even the people, like I say, who need to do it for money, it just needs to be a little bit more honest in in what they're doing. But I think that's all going to change now because I've I've heard that there's new laws coming in and everything. Yeah, no, they know they have to say like, oh, it's paid post. Yeah, 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 yeah. As well, so people Mm -hmm. know. And then the the other thing that I wanted to go on with from there as well um, is obviously the trolls and the influencers and your social media. You've had plastic surgery which you've been open about open about and am I right in saying you said that you had a boob job because of what people was like online to you yeah so where I was born with congenital somastia and um I didn't think it was very much do you only just explain what that is yeah so congenital somastia is where you two there's no separation in your breasts and your breastbone, which is normally flat in between your boobs, which causes that separation, the breast tissue actually grows over the breastbone, so kind of connects both of the t- the boobs together. So I was born with that. Now, because I was born with it, I didn't think that there was anything wrong with it, and my mum's also got it. So I'm looking at, like, obviously I'm not looking at my mum's tits all the time, <laughs> but, like, when she's walking around, I'll go to put a top on, I'll go to put a bra on. When I was little, it just was normal. Yeah. It would just look normal. It was, and when I was growing up, I still didn't really think there was much difference to it. Until I went on to Geordie Shaw, and I remember that it was I was just got me range within the style, and I had a low plunge dress on, and um, you could see me Samastia, just right in the middle, and like the the comments I got was like, oh, what's wrong with her boobs? What she's got deformed boobs? Why are they joined in the middle? Then it was oh just every God. single comment, and I was like, oh my God, maybe this is not heartbroken. So. It did get to us, but it got to us so much that I never, I never, you would never see us in plunge again. Yeah. So that's why not many people notice it after. When I tell people, like, oh, I never noticed, it's because you would never see me in anything plunge. I would always have that part of my boobs, like, completely covered because mm. I've got such a complex about it. So then when I decided to get it fixed, I went to have me consultation. And at the same time, I think I got swept up in it all. He wanted, he, he suggested implants. And I was like, right, okay, well, if the surgeon's saying this, maybe it'll help. Obviously, little did I know that it was just going to do the opposite. It was just going to completely bring the somastia back out and make it even worse. So that was a big regret of mine because I never really wanted implants. I was really happy with my little boobs. It wasn't my boobs that I had a problem with. It was the, it was the middle ah, bit. So you didn't have your boob job because of people on social media? No, it was the somastia. But, but I, uh, but I ended excited. up getting implants in as well at the same time, which obviously then I, I then regretted because it just made it worse. So as soon as I started experiencing pains in my left boob, and I went to see the surgeon who did me nose. He was like, "You should never have gotten them implants in at the same time. It was never going to. I know it was never going to correct the somastia. Um, it seems like you're getting uh, con. Oh God, I can't remember the word. Capsular contractor, which is where the implant is getting rejected by your body. So my advice is to just get them out as soon as possible. And then I was like, perfect, because it's something that I regretted. Yeah. And so how long did you have them in for? A year and a half. Oh, is that all? Mm-hmm. Could you not say Have you not said anything to that surgeon like that? What the fuck? I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't. You should, though, because it's just going to... Do you know, I, so, you know, I had a nose job, and I've got to go back and have another one now, and that surgeon can't actually... How about this? He can't work private anymore, but he can work for the NHS still. So, he's, he, and the reason he can't work private is because he's just messing up everybody's nose. So, I've got, like, a big bend in my nose. It's totally collapsing. So, I've got to go back and have another one. So, you're going to get that straightened up? Yeah, it's got to, like, all be straightened and lifted and supported because there's just no support in the bottom. So, it's causing Oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, See, it, mine's quite hard like, in the bottom. Yeah, everybody should be. And it's just, like, collapsing because of it. But I felt like I'd done my research as well. But I think it's really important, isn't it, it's for people? It's so important. And <laughs> you want to know what's so important is you have to, you have to get a trusted surgeon. You have 
have to make sure they've got all the certificates. It's there's this certain type of register they've got to be on, like it's the BA something something. But like you've got to make sure that they've got all these things because it's you trusting someone with your body, like yeah. it's so dangerous. What I don't like seeing is everyone who's flying abroad to get surgery, mm-hmm. like just because it's cheap. Because will they not have the would they not have the same qualifications? Oh, I, I mean I don't even know. I don't know much about it. I don't want to completely slag them off, but I don't think flying abroad to get surgery is is a good option ever in no, any case yeah, like what if something went wrong how do you go yeah. like it's just it just doesn't seem right mm, but i think okay. you've got to always have a you've got to be in england i would say and you've got to be i mean unless you live abroad and then <laughs> and then you've like you've got to make sure that that surgeon has all of the certificates you've got to see at least three or four as well because a lot of people see the first one and like oh yeah that's the one i want to go with yeah, you've got to like to talk to, this is something that you really like want change in your body and you're self-conscious about you don't want to make matters worse yeah, you want to go with the best person. It's like a summary of that. Like, what would you say then to young girls who are feeling self-conscious, or who have something's happened on social media, or at school, or at work, or whatever else? Or young girls or young boys who then are like, all right, I want to take the step to have surgery done. Would you advise, or what would your advice be to? Them? So I would, people young all together, I would say completely no, completely no. From what age do you? I think didn't is have like- surgery until I was just about to turn twenty six. I know a lot of people who go in for it when they're 18, 19, 20, your body is still growing, it's still changing. I hated my nose ever since I went on Geordie Show, but I didn't rush into a nose job. Yeah. I thought, you know what, I'm going to stick with it, I'm going to see if I can like learn to live with it, if I can get any better, but the constant seeing myself in papers, on TV, seeing it from that angle, it, w- it was annoying, I didn't like it, and, and it got to the point where I'd waited five and a half years, and I thought, you know what, I'm still unhappy with it, there's no point in waiting any longer. Yeah. But I, I would, if my child turned around to me when they were 18 and said, I want to get a boob job, I'd say, oh, you fuck. <laughs> you, yeah. you can wait until you're of a certain age. Because look at me, I got implants, I didn't know I regretted it. Yeah. Like, I, it was something that I thought, oh, it sounds like a good idea. What, because the surgeon mentioned it. Mm. And then I regretted it. Yeah. So I, it's a complete no-go for, like, when you are of the age where you are a grown adult and you have lived with your body for... For, I mean, twenty five isn't even that old either. But if it's if at that age you're still thinking about something and it's been on your mind for that long, only then will I be like, yeah, you, you go ahead with it. Yeah, but it. if you just like, if someone's just starting to get Brazilian buff, bum lifts every week, every weekend, like what's the massive craze at the minute? And they're like, oh, I want one. I'm like, it'd be like, no. What, because it's the trend yeah. that goes no, well, that's out. That's what I was thinking. Because that goes people out. see it like it happening and they don't see it as it's major surgery and you have these things done. Yeah, like, and you, it's, you a lot of things are trends. It's, it's trends. Not, yeah. So if someone has so completely nothing wrong with them, I totally disagree. Like a lot of people might say that there was nothing wrong with my nose, but it did have a huge hump in. I had one nostril smaller than the other and me the septum in the middle was quite deviated. So I did actually have a lot of problems with my nose and it helped me breathe in a lot more when I had it done as well. But um, but if someone is, there's nothing wrong with them and they're just doing it because everyone else is doing it, that's yeah. a total wrong thing to do. You're changing your body. I feel like I got swept up in that with the breast implants and I completely regretted it. Yeah. Like, and that's what I did. I did a post the other day on Instagram and I was like, just think so carefully. So many girls are getting the implants removed. I know, when yeah. I went to get mine done, I think little bits, big boobs. I think they make you look a bit fatter. Obviously, you know, you're not everybody's the same way anyway. But big boobs just they just make you look bigger. Don't I just they? think it like I just don't. I just don't know. I just don't know why I ever did it. It's just such a huge regret. When I went to get it done. My doctor, Doctor Sam, was like, "You won't, be- you wouldn't believe how popular it is. Everyone's getting their implants out. Everyone, you yeah. want it's the most, it's the most popular surgery at the minute. Is implants out? Yeah, okay, now it is because it is just a trend, isn't it? I know. Like so, but like, <clears throat> unless you've got something like another argument about this surgery thing is, people frown upon it so much, and it's like, when I was when I was like fourteen. So when I first told my mum about my nose, she's like, oh, you don't need to get your nose done. I was like, well, I'm doing it for myself. I've tried, like, five years, I've tried to get over it, but I'm still not happy. I have to see myself all the time. Like, I just want to do it for me. Like, I was never trolled over it. I was never bullied. I did it for myself. And what I said to my mum is I went, but how can you see anything when I was 14, I was walking around with about seven crooked teeth and gaps like no tomorrow, and you took us a dentist, you put a brace on us? Yeah. Well, why couldn't I just have lived with them teeth? Yeah. I went, you can't, like, you can't, you can't go, everyone, all these mams who are like, perk surgery's so bad. I bet you're a fucking hundred pounds. They're all putting braces on the kids when they come of age. Yeah, but the thing is, it's, 
a brace isn't major surgery, is there? Yeah, I suppose. I suppose it's because it, you do, but you they're do still work, doing it's the danger of actually being asleep and it's it. the danger. But again, if you're with the right, like if you're with the right surgeon, you're in an amazing hospital, and you've been yeah. to someone who's got them. So nothing's going to happen. Do you yeah, know well, what I mean? It's just like everything, like and then having your lips done is just the same, really, as having a brace. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. not like major surgery. But, but and it's just like if you want to take mm-hmm. the extremes. People get so angry about surgery. Well, if everyone's happy with the way they look naturally, why is everyone wearing makeup? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? People want to enhance the looks every day. So, and there's just a lot of there's a lot. I don't don't think there's any problem with it at all. Like my my sister had a boob job, you know. Yeah. When she was only like nineteen or twenty, when she had hers, but she was just she had nothing. She looks like because I was I would always be like oh you don't never have surgery I think she's beautiful she had her lips and that done and I'm like I think you were more beautiful before you don't need it but she's my sister so I'm gonna think that and I can see obviously why she wants these little tweaks but with her boobs I, my mum said you're gonna go mad she's having a boob job and I'm like oh, do you know what mum if I was her I actually would do she as was well really because she just she had nothing and, and it wasn't like she'd been picked on yeah she, and she weren't being picked on she was just like she's like I can't wear dresses they don't look right on me and you know because obviously they're made for boobs and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looked like a little boy. No, I can understand. And I totally agree with people when they've got completely flat chests. I completely agree. And that's, again, that's just a different situation. So so if, like, if, for example, my daughter came to us and she had completely flat, just nipple, like, I would say not yet. <laughs> it's tight on cars. Imagine when she is, then she's going to kill us. <laughs> but if, if, she came, if she came up and said that, then I would think, well, there is a reason behind yeah. this. She's not just, obviously, Yeah, like, if the nose were all over it, sure, yeah, you'd, yeah, be like, yeah. oh. you'd be like, right, yeah, well, I understand. Yeah. I mean, there's different, you just, But it's when ways. there's, there isn't much wrong in it, and then it, yeah. they're just like, oh, somebody's got, got, like, a massive ass now, so they want a massive ass. Yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah oh. that's what it's like. Right, okay, yeah. Well, I mean, amazing, great chat, but I have another little thing for you. Well, I've got two little things, actually. This one's exciting. When Josh was here, he said that you love making up songs. Oh, God, right, yeah. (laughs) So I've got some little pieces of paper for you. Right. With some words on it, and I want you to pick two and then make up a song with the words that are on them. Right. Are you up for it? I'm I'm, I'm a songwriter, I'm I'm always up for it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then we're going to do Mr. and Mrs. and see how well Josh knows you. I'm actually excited to do Mr. and Mrs. Yeah, this is good. I think Josh has done well, actually. I thought he'd be a lot shitter than what he was. Right, ready? Pick two of them. <laughs> Wait, can I look at the first one first? Yeah. Oh, what does it say? I can't tell you. <laughs> All right, you're just going to do it. <laughs> Wait, let's just, let's just get it together first. You know what I just need? you <laughs> 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 Right, we can't because I can't just come up. But I just need a couple. Right, of seconds. yeah. Just, just you, just take a little minute. <laughs> this could potentially be your wedding song as well. Oh, I don't really think so. <laughs> yeah, you this. I'll tell you the words in a sec. I love the concentration that's going into this. <laughs> Do you think this is how Bruno Mars writes his songs? Oh, too much pressure. You need you need creative you need a creative atmosphere. Right, oh wait, I want to make it really good. I'm gonna have to can I step outside the room. <laughs> right, okay. put, I, like I've got to make this really good. Like so I need to just step outside the room for this one second. Here Don't know whether it's gonna be good enough. It was quite hard what I had to work with. Right, okay. Right. I'm excited. Do you need a beat? No. <laughs> so this is uh, Donald Trump and Mortal. <laughs> It's hard. It's really hard, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, you ready? <coughs> Just clean me fraud. He's a man with a tan. A lot of people aren't really a fan. He's a man with a plan. If anyone could do it, yes, he can. It's Donald Trump. He's an orange flump. He smells like a pump. He's a bit of a <laughs> but I'll still get model with him. Yes! Was that a good one? That was very good. But can we just... I uh, like beat... the fact that you said... Yeah, but can we beat that one out because I don't like saying that word. But it was, I thought it was fitting. Yeah, it was. We're very Trump, perfect. Right, and our last segment now is the Mr. and Mrs. I know you've right. been dying to do this. So I am. We've asked him these questions. Right. And then he's given us the answer, which I've got here, so I'll, I'll tell you after you've answered your trophy. Yeah? Yes. So, first one. If she was in a fire, which object would she first save from the house? Objects and not your dog. Oh, so actually, it's just, I've just got to give the word. Yeah. Fine, you can give a sentence. I don't even know if I know this one myself. Hold on a second. What would it, what the hell would he have said? Oh, we've definitely not got this one right. But he was also thinking, like, what will she say, so... 
don't think so much about what you would. Uh, mind you, with this one, though, it's quite obvious when I tell you what it is, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that probably is what I'd serve. Crap. No, it's not crap. <laughs> <laughs> I go but, but, um, oh, God. I just I don't think we've got the right one because I just don't know what to say. Well, obviously, it's a stupid one, but I'd say my phone. Oh, that's what it says. Oh. <laughs> yes, well done. Right, okay. <laughs> so that's the level that we're at. Right. <laughs> Who would play her in a movie of a life? Who would play us? Oh, he doesn't know very many actors, but oh my God, hold on a second. If he hasn't said this, I'd be really disappointed. Oh, he definitely hasn't said it. Oh, I don't think he said it. He's not clever enough. Oh, but he doesn't know very, He doesn't know very many actors, so is it a female one? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a dog. Laughs it. Is it a female actor? It's a female. Oh, I don't think he's got this right. <laughs> Go on then, who is it? Julia Roberts. Ah, I love Julia Roberts, but no, he said your mum. <laughs> is that some kind of joke? See, this way it gets too thick, he doesn't know what he's answering. <laughs> he is too thick. It's, when he said it, I was like, a mum. He would play as an actress, but he would have said, if he knew the question right, he would have said Julia Roberts. I think he, I mean, I think he knew that question. He's just no, thick. No, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's <laughs> just <laughs> thick. <laughs> right, okay. Um, what is your number one fear? Oh, oh God, there's two ones that are quite up there. But what one has he said? Can I say them both? No. Oh, I'm just going to say them both. <laughs> no. Oh. oh, oh, my God, there's three. <laughs> oh, my God. What one has he said, though? Oh, it, I'm just going to go for death. Yeah. Oh, yes! <laughs> God, we're doing well so far. You are doing well. Yeah, he said you always get well bad anxiety about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If she could have a superpower, what would it be? Oh, I just don't even know what this one would. Fly. I oh, said talk to dogs. Oh, that's quite good. <laughs> I didn't even think about that one. What was your first job? Which we know. Tonic. Yeah, he's got that. He said bar staff at Tonic Bar in Sunderland. Oh, very detailed. <laughs> Who said I love you first? Me. Yeah, he was like, he was like Charlotte, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be playing at Glastonbury or winning the country? Winning the country? Running it. Oh. Like the Prime Minister. <gasps> oh, God. <sighs> running the country is a bit too much pressure for me. I'm going to say Glastonbury. Oh, he said running oh! the country. <laughs> Would you prefer a wild night out or a calm night in? Calm night in. Yeah. Who makes the best jokes? Me. Yeah. <laughs> Who is the smartest? Me. At this point, he's just like, I've got to say Charlotte. <laughs> no, but it's actually yeah, true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> what three words would she use to describe you? Oh, right, okay. Chubby. <laughs> that isn't one of them. Chubby <laughs> cheeks. Chubby cheeks. All right, okay. Uh, big Willy. <laughs> Again, he was talking to me, so I'm a sister. <laughs> that fucking wasn't one of them. <laughs> Fuck's sake. What about puddings? Puddings. <laughs> What's puddings? Balls. <laughs> He's got round balls on the top of his shoulder, which I think's muscles, but it feels like Yorkshire puddings. <laughs> well, he's not got none of these. Well, sexy. No. Oh, well, I wouldn't say funny. No, he didn't say that. Do you want me to just tell you? Yeah, just tell us. Loving, caring, great personality. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. Charlotte just went purely down the looks line. <laughs> And then otherwise, well, he's not funny. <laughs> right. How many children does she want? Five. Yeah. When does she want to have children? Uh, right, so I said end of next year, so 30, 30 31. Oh, the year. Oh, the year, uh, 2000. I said 2020, but he might have put 2021. No, he said 2020. What? He said that's when you want them, though. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte throwing a pillow. <laughs> um, who's the best dancer? Josh. Yeah. Who's the most attractive? Me. He said him. <laughs> oh no, because he was like, oh, what will she say? And he was like, oh, oh she'll say me. All right, okay, okay. I'll let him off on that and one. And that's it. The end. Woo! <laughs> Thanks for listening. Please remember to visit www.michaela-wayne.co.uk. Subscribe to the podcast, leave your feedback and don't troll.